Hello. Hi, John. Oh. Oh. Hi, Merlin. Mm, we're still doing this. Mm. Mm, but you started it. Mm, interesting. Mm. Mm. Uh, happens to Murgatroyd, even. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very eventful. Mm. Yeah. I guess we mm. should talk about our lives. Mm. Oh. oh. <laughs> Rather. Right. <laughs> 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 We could talk about Belle Delphine. Belle Delphine. Is that is that her name? Belle Delphine. Del- is that B- Billie Eilish? Billie no, Eilish? I know who you know. I know you know who she is because because uh, I read the internet and people talk about <gasps> you on the internet. No, 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 no. Is this the Bathwater Girl? Yeah. Oh, John, no, I'm facing this on several fronts now. We I need know, to not talk about her. And people were talking about it online as though it was a thing that you didn't want to talk about. And so, of course, I brought it I up. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't see that. Wee. No, no, Wee. no. Wee. You should do that. You love taking baths. I've thought about it. As soon as I saw that she was pioneering the way, I was like, what am I doing? Uh, okay, so there's a person... Mm. Who lives on the internet. Mm. And apparently she knows how to make um, an anime horny face. Mm-hmm. This is all, as they say, word of mouth. I refuse to look anywhere. Oh, you've this never up. seen her. No, I was compelled to see her on another program that I do. Somebody made me watch her like eat an egg. Uh-huh. Yeah. And shit like that. And and I was doing everything in my power. Hi everybody, welcome back. I was doing everything in my power to unmemorize what I was seeing because it's here's my wheelhouse. And then way over there is is the anime horny face. Anime horny face. Now, okay, this now when I say this does seem like it's in your wheelhouse, I don't mean that it, that it makes you have uh, you know, uh bone growth. Horns. I do mean that in your travels, yeah, yeah, on the internet and beyond, you are interested in finding where where are the edges, what's happening in the corners. I think I just saw something move up up in the rafters. Right. I need to interrogate this. Yes, let's go see. Right. Let's go that, that, see. I think it's I think it's fallacious to mm. think that that means it's a horny thing. No, 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 no. But no, I do no. think that certain people, and I'm not talking about you, certain people are not comfortable admitting that it goes beyond academic research. Uh, I see. Now, what do you know? About, there's a there's a person who lives on the internet, and she makes an anime horny happy face, and uh, uh, supposedly you could buy for a while. You could buy her bath water. Um. That's that's mostly what I know. And then she ate an egg and it dribbled out of her mouth in the anime style. Yes. I think that she is a canny business person. Okay. I've heard heard this point of view. I think that she's actually very smart and funny. Supply and demand. Well, not just that, but I think that she is funny. I think she's funny. You think she's having fun with it? 
Yes, I was not aware of her until the controversy. Mm. Um, and uh, then I immediately. What, what do you like, identify as the controversial part, just for our listeners? What do you just out of curiosity? Let's see here. Well, the drinking what, what do people say water, about this that, that makes it seem controversial? Well, it, it, that was what I that was what I really liked about it because it went across, it swept across the world, and uh, everybody had a take, which of course, as you know, is something that I really like when mm-hmm. something happens and every single person has a take. Yes. Uh, and there was a lot of take. Uh, there was just every take, basically. Mm-hmm. So many that takes. This, yeah. That this was the world gone mad, that this was disgusting. But mm-hmm. wait, no, it was empowering. But wait, no, it's disempowering because it masquerades as empowering. Uh, and then there was the take of like, it's uh, it's she's a sex worker. And then the sex workers came out and said she's not actually a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And then the the Japanese. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying you're saying this is like I don't want to work ping pong, but it's a little bit of a, a pachinko. Mm-hmm. It's that ball that ball gonna bounce, and even That's when it right. gets to the bottom, it's got the dead cat bounce, and there's gonna be a bounce, <laughs> and then somebody's gonna say, "Why'd you even say pachinko?" Right, right. I mean, there's there are, there's there turns are, as turns as out. Turns as turns. There are there are uh, lots of people that are like, well, she's co-opting Japanese culture, and so it's racist. Oh, and shit. then there are Japanese people that are like, but she's amazing at this. This is exactly what we love. And then there are other Japanese people that are like, that's the, the exactly the thing that's wrong about it, and so on and so forth. Every single take, and uh, and I think uh, I think they're all. They're all bad takes. Mm-hmm. I think she's. I think she's hilarious. I think she's mm-hmm. just looking at like her thing, what she's doing. Right. Uh, she's com- she's very knowing. She's completely. No- she just knows exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. You can just tell that she does. Self 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 aware that she's making the joke. She's in on the joke. She's so in on the joke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things that we often do in the world, which is like, this girl is legitimately cute, and she also puts on a lot of cute makeup and cute costumes. But the fact that she's cute, just uh, like fully 70% of the world is just going to not take her seriously, no matter what she's doing. Right. Right. Because she's cute. How can she be smart? How can she be in on the joke? Because she's so cute. And Clearly, she doesn't re- And that uh, there's a phrase that is going through my mind right now that I imagine already exists, which I'm going to, I don't want to delve into this too deeply. I'm just going to call right. it offense by proxy. There, there's a, there's a lot of offense by proxy where yeah. you, you choose to take offense on someone else's behalf in a way that some people might see is a little paternalistic, yeah. where, where you go in and, and you decide to, as, as my friend Max Tempkin says, you put down the visor on your helmet and you go into internet battle as someone's champion, even if they <laughs> super didn't ask for it. Sure, the white, the, the white knight. Very white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caucasian knight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but so 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 watching her do her thing she ate she ate an egg like she'd never seen an egg before it's so fucking great it's so great and the and and that's her whole trip her whole trip is like i am so i just fell from the sky i'm so new that i don't know how to like Does oh my she god always shoot it in her hallway uh i don't i, did, I didn't watch enough videos to i only saw Obviously, one if she was in her hallway Oh, there's one where she's in her bathtub, clearly. Okay, all right. Uh, no, I just think she's so. So uh, we haven't really talked about this a lot, but I have uh, over the course of the years, over the course of the many years, um, I dated a uh, uh, internet sex worker mm. for hmm. a time. Hmm. And I don't know and, if I knew that. Yeah, and and um, and it was a and it was a lovely rela- relationship that that uh, that was like a lot of my relationships. It kind of went for a while. And it was 
you know, hmm. sort of on and off. And it was, um, it was, and we were, we were good friends and I, uh, I liked her a lot, but it was not, you know, it wasn't like we were, we didn't move in together. In other words, it was a, it was a, a, a relationship of the style that mm-hmm. I'm, that, that was the style at the time. It's practically European. It's, it was fairly European. Mm-hmm. It's like meeting in, in the, in the South of France every mm-hmm. year. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, um, and she was a, a woman who is my age, an age-appropriate lady friend, who had uh, discovered that she could make videos that uh, she she could go on cam, as they say, mm-hmm. not make videos. She it was live. It was live on oh, cam. Okay. And people would uh, get uh, on her f- f- portal. Feet? Okay, as it, right. were, as it were, as they, it were. They jack into her matrix. Mm-hmm. And she would uh, basically sit and keep them company huh. for hours at a time. And there are hundreds of presumably men in this chat room space. Uh-huh. And she's keeping them country uh, company, and she's talking to them and interacting with them, and they're uh, tipping her with coins. Okay. And she's, uh, you know, she's cleaning her. If apartment. they're pleased by the company that is kept, they can mash on a button to send her coin. That's right, coins. Okay. And they would write her and say, like, you know, because she'd be there with a feather duster uh, and uh, and like a little a little apron hmm. with a with you know a little an undergarment perhaps. Okay. And she'd be dusting or something. So she, and was, like, she was basically doing um, housekeeping on the internet, and then you could yes. send her coin if she dusted well. If she and so and you know and you'd be writing and you'd say like, oh you missed a spot mm-hmm. up there oh. and she'd then go oh you mean over here and tell him to use a coaster yeah, yeah. give him a coin is and it kind of, she, is it, would you consider a kind of specialty video? Well, that's what she described it as because I mean like there's like there's so much stuff out there to achieve the more quotidian finish. Right, and then I, I guess that there's other kind of specialty things, and like sometimes I don't know, you could watch a lady fill out a form uh, in her bare feet. Well, like, so you can not, get real specific with it's with not your interests. Specialty, and, and, okay. And, and and what she had going for her was that she was, um, you know, she's attractive and petite, and she, uh, ha- and she's shapely. Okay. 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 And uh, she's very into costuming, and this is she. Oh. You know, she's from an era uh, the same as mine, where there wasn't a word like cosplay. There was only mm-hmm. that you went to. Um, that you went to thrift stores and you bought old old dresses, old crinoline, and then you you put it on with a bow in your hair and you went swing dancing or whatever it was that we used oh, to do. Oh, sure. Uh, and then, uh, but you know, undergarments and and uh, the and the yes. stockings and the garters and so forth. Okay, that's that's straight out of our era. That's that's yeah. I think of that as a ZZ Top thing. Sure, it's a it's like a Betty Page thing. Oh boy. And then she would, um, but but and oh. so people were uh, people were. Uh, coming to watch her, mm-hmm. and there were uh, there were bona fide rock stars that would come to watch her. A couple of guys <laughs> that you and I would know by name pretty well. Who, this is like when you saw your friend walking around in the handjob district. <laughs> it was. <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. 
can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash supertrain. Oh, friends, there are so many things that you can do with Squarespace. Uh, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you. You can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into your new site, your new site right on the internet. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or publish other kinds of content. You can put up photos. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You can promote your physical or online business. You can announce an upcoming event or a special project and so much more. You ask yourself, how do they do this? Well, they do this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They have powerful e-commerce functionality to let you sell anything online. The ability to customize the look and feel, settings, products, and so much more with just a few clicks. This is literally true. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box, so it looks great on every device or dingus. They have a new way to buy domains. You can choose from over 200 extensions. You guys, that's so many extensions. They have analytics that help you grow in real time, built-in search engine optimization, free and secure hosting, nothing to patch or upgrade ever. They have 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. They're encouraging folks to make it. You make it yourself. Easily create a website by yourself. As you know, I'm a fan. I have been a fan for so many years. I, 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 got, a, I got a Squarespace account back when I was doing MacBreak Weekly. I think it was 1948. I use it and I've never looked back. That's where my personal sites are. That's where this, the Roderick on the Line podcast lives. You can do it with Squarespace. So please right now go check out squarespace.com slash supertrain for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your beautiful new site, use the offer code SUPERTRAIN to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. It <laughs> hey, was, buddy. It was super surprising. <laughs> you want to get lunch sometime? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Super surprising mm. to me to when she was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is a, is a fan. And I was like, really? <laughs> so-and-so. Because, you know, I had all this, I had all this inside information because I'm, you know, I wasn't like exactly on the other side of the camera, but I was, you know, like a privy, privy to the people that were there because they're talking to her and they have online lives themselves. You know, they're not a lot of the fans. It, of yeah, what you're Camp saying Girl. is so they're interesting. They're not anonymous. You know? Right. There's so much stuff that's going on under the hood that we, I mean, not even just these kinds of special things, but there's a lot of things where like, you know, let's, I mean, I don't want to sound naive, but I think one of the great things that that can come out of the internet is that you end up discovering that there's people who like the thing that you like. I mean, and that, that could be Pearl Jam bootlegs or whatever it is, or, or like with YouTube, especially I see things on Twitter trending about YouTube people. And I'm like, I, my wife and I were talking about this yesterday where there's this phenomenon. For example, we went to the mall cause her iPhone needed to be repaired and we went to the mall and there's a place there that sells something called Japanese pancakes. I've never heard of Japanese pancakes hmm, and they, they have exactly three times in the day that they will sell Japanese pancakes until they show until they sell out and people, they have chairs lined up. They got permission from the mall to have chairs outside where people line up for sometimes hours to come and get the limited supply of Japanese pancakes. And, and I don't have a name for this yet, but I know this phenomenon, which is in exactly the same moment you find out that something is a thing and you find out it is more popular than you could possibly imagine do, do you know the fun what i'm talking about like yes. you suddenly hear about a thing and you're like that's a thing and I'm not, I'm not, you know no shade no lemonade i'm not against the japanese pancake i just didn't know it was a fucking thing right. until yesterday morning we're, we're waiting for uh the apple to fix her phone and she says you got to see this and read the sign like they deliberately like run out of pancakes and people line up and i think that needs a name and i said why do you think people do that and she says i think it's because millennials like waiting in line for experiences and i said i think that might be right 
And that's all I'm saying. And so with YouTube, I learned that a couple broke up. I'm not trying to be 52, but I fucking am. I find out that a couple who are YouTubers are breaking up and it's a really, really, really big deal. And there are hundreds of black lady reaction gifs about it. Whoa. Well, you know, I mean, they repurpose a lot of them. But sure, the, sure, but sure, it's sure. a whole like kind of oh no you didn't kind of kind of thread happening. Sure. Uh, anyhow, so she has so so what Maria Abramovich does it and it's art. She, she she pulls out her feather duster, does some internet house cleaning, and everybody gets their uh, gets their uh, Victoria's Secret in a wad. Well, so what was crazy is she was so these cam sites are major major places on the internet yeah, like, uh, like cam girl if you put in like cam girl i think uh right. it'll, it'll tell you what's going on there okay. and there are, uh so i learned all of this through my friend right who's describing the the ecosystem and she's saying there are a lot of young girls on these campsites 18 19 years old and they're on there just doing whatever they can and you know they're often doing very, very porny things. They're doing what, you know, guys are, are in their chat site and they're like, stick a banana in your ear. And they're okay. like, okay, right on. They call it fruiting. If fruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but <laughs> the problem is now it's a monoculture. You can really only get one kind of banana now, but you know, that's going to go in an ear. <laughs> anyway, she said that the dark side of it is that in places like Romania and Ukraine, you know, there are girls being pressed into service mm. um, and kind of being held in Not a, less, in, uh, in a less, room. Less consensually. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for a lot of people, um, it's a thing you can do from home. And it, you capitalize on the fact that you're attractive and you're personable. And you can sit on uh, on cam, as they say. And... Uh, and you're in the safety of your own home and you're doing sex work, but it's a, you know, it's a kind where you're not, you're not putting yourself at risk and you're giving, you're giving a lot of people companionship, which is something mm-hmm. that and, and, I, fa- and fandom it's fandom also. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't want companionship, Mm-mm. uh, either do you. No, I want the opposite of companionship. Right. So the idea of going onto my computer and going and and specifically going somewhere to pay someone to hang out with me is very alien to me. But we are abnormals relative right. to you know most people are like oh god I'm just sitting around I'd really like somebody to hang out with and they go find and this is I'm hearing all this through my friend right mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to hang out with this pretty girl. And uh, yes, she's going to show me her panties mm-hmm. or, you know, every once in a while she's going to go take a bath and okay. I'm going to, and I'm going to come along. I'm basically going to be sitting on the toilet seat while she's taking a bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just the kind of, that's just kind of the, how I want to spend my afternoon. It's not, a, it's not as expensive as, I mean, you and I have talked before about going to a strip club with our mutual friends mm. and how you and I sat mm. in the corner, just, just desperately wanting to be invisible while we watched our very close friends having the time of their lives. Mm-hmm. And I remember you and you looking at me and me looking at you. Oh, well, the best part was we were standing at the door mm-hmm. and the guy said 20 bucks each to get in. And you and I looked at each other like, well, so much for that idea. Mm-hmm. And then we turned just in time to see our friends. The other other having, guys didn't have a problem. Having already slapped the 20 down, yes. like going through the door into the dark space. Yeah. And we looked at each other like, wait a minute, 20 bucks? Are you, you serious? You get inside and you find out they've gone to like a booth. 
Oh, they went to a booth. Like a well, you know, like a booth, like a banquette. Oh, they went to a banquette, and yes. we had to go there too. Yeah, and there's no really good place to sit because you're either near the banquettes or you're near the dais. You're near the dais. Yeah, uh, but in rock, this rock me case, on the dais. Yeah, I, the- I, I I wanted to be far, far away. I wanted to be a team player, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to be meh guy. But uh, I was extremely uncomfortable. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe, who knows? Maybe I need to explore my sexuality. Maybe no, I'm being a prude. So. I'm probably being no, a prude. I don't, so. I don't think so. It's just not. It's just not what you want. We've it's talked not, about this before. What, I've been to a lot of strip clubs, <sighs> and I'm a very sex positive person. It's just, just not you. what I want. It's not yeah. what I want. But so my friend was was in a situation where she was in her mid forties. And was one of the top, she was often in the top 10 of all the cam girls good for her. on cam girl site. She was making a very, very good living enough that she bought a separate condo just for her cam studio. She bought a condo away from her house where she would go just to do her shows in Seattle. <clears throat> a nice condo. Mm-hmm. And this Gosh. is from this is from uh feather dusting mm-hmm. on uh on the internet while people uh, around the world watch along. She she went downtown one time and rented an office in Seattle's tallest office building. Like an office with one of those offices with like glass walls mm-hmm. and mm. <clears throat> glass walls that people can see in while they're walking down the common hallway. Well, ain't that like, ironical? And she would sit at a desk <clears throat> in a, in a like a, a extremely cute little sort of secretary, like you know pinstripe um, suit, a, like a professional gal, mm-hmm. like a professional gal. She would sit at the desk, and she had like little GoPro cams. Like yes. one of them was over here, one of them was under the desk, one of them was over there, mm. and she would sit. She would sit as though working. So oh, that, I see. So she's, she's, people, just, she's like us. She's just doing a Skype call for her work. That's right. She's just sitting at work mm-hmm. doing a Skype call. And she's switching between these cameras so that you can see her pantyhose. You can you know, look up her mm-hmm. skirt. And then you can mm-hmm. switch to another mm-hmm. camera where you see real live people mm-hmm. who are actually at work walking by in the hall. Mm-hmm. And the titillation oh, yeah. for her audience of this yeah. being actually in public, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though they're watching it on a computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It was, you know, Ugh. they were just like throwing coins at her. Okay. So mm-hmm. having learned, when I first was learning this, when I was on the bottom of my learning curve and I was saying, you what now? So, you know, doing the thing that, you know, that I like to do, which is go, so if this, then what? Mm-hmm. If X, then what? And she was patiently, you know, explaining to me her, what was a side career. Mm-hmm. She was a Roderick on the Line fan. Oh, cool. You're like a studs turkle. I mean, you just want to talk to people about what they do all day. I want to join the football team. I want to go. I want oh, to go you're, a couple you're like a Plimpton. You want it in television. Yeah, yeah, yeah sort of. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's right. I want to start a a, a, a a literary magazine that never makes a penny. Yeah, uh, and he was a paper tiger. Memory serves. Paper tiger. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
so so you're this, you're getting so you're getting schooled by her and yeah. fr friend of the show hello I, I don't know if you're still a listener but if you're out there uh thank you for your service that's right thank you for your service and i learned about uh i learned about internet sex work as being a separate culture it's obviously not sex work where you're having physical contact with people right uh which is a you know uh, which is this same kind of work but it's you know it's much riskier mm -hmm. and caters to a different clientele but you're also diversifying your income stream because mm -hmm. like i was just i just sent you a link to this really good they did this really good series um in uh, uh the cut which is a very good website um they do the series in the cut called what's it called but they basically talk to people about um and this is in the sex diary series but it's about it's called the stay-at-home mom turned foot fetish model and it's basically uh, kind of like a, a few days in the life for her oh, um yeah. of what she does and you know it, it kind of seems practically wholesome uh, but the um, the the revenue stream thing strikes me as well. You know, if you're out there and you get that hustle on, if you're doing the hustle, like That's you it. you don't want to have just the one thing. You want to get ads plus Amazon affiliate links plus yeah. sponsored content, etc. And in this instance, I'm saying like you don't have to be a full time person in like a hotel room. That could be a thing you could choose to do mm -hmm. within limits that are safe and satisfying mutually satisfying maybe and mm -hmm. that, that might, might not be your full-time grind as they say poor right. choice of words but Oof. you could you could be camming on it 60 percent of the time you take some time off maybe go to barbados get a tan but then Cam some of the other it. time yeah i mean maybe once once a week you uh you know you get the you get the key card if you know what i'm well, saying <clears throat> so in this instance i, I imagine i'm imagining she had the whole uh she had the whole nine right she she had the amazon thing she had the she was connected all across the the different uh income uh opportunities mm -hmm. and um and so for instance like i would stop by as as you do when you're seeing somebody mm -hmm. and she would say do you want any chocolate and i hate to give this away because you know of course there may be a lot of listeners here there may even be some radical on the line listeners who unwittingly unknowingly were also spending time with her. Oh, they, they may have coined her. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But I would go into, uh, you know, she would take me into the kitchen and the kitchen would be stacked with gifts mm. that that uh, that her, you know, online suitors had sent her. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is like wine and, you know, and obviously there's a lot of underwear in mm -hmm. there, not, mm -hmm. things I don't need. I bet she never but, has to buy her own underwear unless it's just for comfort. Well, she goes on. She goes do on. Do they ever to, send her just some nice Hanes her way that she could roll with? I don't think so. No, okay. but they do. You know, she does go online and specify what. I bet is she's on got a wish list. list. I got yeah, a wish list. Does. Everyone should have a wish list. I don't have a wish list. Oh, you can maybe do that. I should. I should go on there and say like, here's what kind of, what what kind kind of panties of do you want? Do you want chocolate? Sexy, sexy little things. I prefer, you know prefer a robust red. Here's the th funny thing. Mm -hmm. I'll, I've, although I, <clears throat> I've been, uh, I've been. I've been sex positive and, uh, and you know, I try to be sex positive, yeah. but I have never put on a lady undergarment. Oh, it for, seems for like yourself? something, it seems like something I would have done. Right. Mm -hmm. Even like, you feel like, ha, you missed ha, your ha, window? like, check it out. I'm putting on your lady undergarments. Lol. Uh, but you might really, I mean, secretly like, woo. you might really stretch him out just by virtue of the fact she's a petite person and That's you're part of the problem. Yeah. I don't want to ruin you don't ruin her underwear. Well, she might but, have some spares, but you see it online. Well, believe me, more than a half a dozen of my lady friends have taken my underpants. Mm -hmm. mm. I, 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 I told you that. That's better uh, than taking your Filson bag. When I got, ugh, ugh. don't get me started, but when I, I got those I German won't. underpants when I was walking across Europe mm -hmm. and then I came back and <clears throat> my girlfriend at the time was like, 
these are little underpants. And I was like, yeah, they're German underpants. This oh, is how they uh, annex the Sudetenland. Yeah. They wear these little, uh, mm. they wear these little huggers. Okay. And I realized walking long distance that boxer shorts are a bad choice for underwear. You chafe. Because there's bunching and chafing. Bunching, yeah. yeah. So I went into a German department store and I was like, you know, <clears throat> haben Sie yeah. uh, Untergarmenten? Uh, bitte können Sie mir Underpants. Right. And they were like, yeah. And they came out with these things. And they're just like little, they're not like, uh, they don't go up your bottom, but they're like little bikinis, cotton, cotton ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I got some and they were very comfortable walking across Europe. But when I got back... My a lady friend, because you know, uh, lady friends have uh, bigger derriers. Mm, uh, some, sometimes, right? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Um, she said, "Like I can wear these," and she used them as her period underpants. I know oh, this that's is, nice. No, no, that's nice. I, I, I now, now I'm not sex positive. Um, I know, but I, I know but I am not. period positive. I've known you for. a long I have time, a healthy attitude about menstruation. Yeah, right. And so <laughs> Unterhose, it's important. Unterhose appears to be German for underpants. Unterhose. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she uh, uh, this is something that I learned, I think at the time, which is that you want a pair of period underpants, which are not there, you know, you're going through a time mm-hmm. you want some comfortable under drawers and my German underpants were all <clears throat> uh, solid dark colors. You know, they were, they were maroon, they were, they were navy blue, you know, they're very good for periods. And so over time, my, uh, my German walking underpants <laughs> They walked right out the door. <laughs> meine, meine Unterhosen. Meine, meine uh, uh, Period Unterhosen. <laughs> my, uh, my Blut... <laughs> Bluthosen. Uh, <laughs> went, uh, <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Keeps. You can learn more about Keeps right now by visiting keeps.com slash supertrain. Hey guys, listen. Losing hair sucks. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Ouch. Introducing Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much more, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to get for five minutes now. And starting at just $10 per month, you'll never have to worry about hair loss again. Getting started with Keeps, it's so easy. You sign up, it takes about uh, five minutes, and then you just answer a few questions and snap some photos of your hair. A licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you. Then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Uh, Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. Some of you have probably tried them before, but you've probably never gotten them for this price. Keeps' treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. Some men do experience hair regrowth, and at best, men will get back up to 20% of the hair they lost. That's pretty good. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month, plus now you can get your first month free. It's one heck of a deal for getting to keep your hair. If you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need is to wait to see a doctor. But with Keeps, there is finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. And for a limited time, you can receive your first month of treatment for free. You go to Keeps.com slash Supertrain. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Supertrain. Free month of treatment starting right now at Keeps.com slash Supertrain. Keeps, hair today, hair tomorrow. Our thanks to Keeps for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. They went out the door, and 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 then I was in a I was in a position where I was like, hey, you know, sometimes I liked wearing those, yeah, because it's a hot day and of the chafing as we described, uh, and now they're all gone, and I'm not going to go down to Nordstrom mm-hmm. and say like, do you have any German <laughs> underpants here? 
That's the closest I came to wearing lady underpants. They, they were. Ich möchte deutsche Unterhosen. They were. They went out. They became lady underpants. That's what's crazy about. <laughs> Sir, it, right? They didn't go. start that way. <laughs> like the guy that came into my newsstand and was like, "Do you have any? Um, do you have any um, magazines about poopy pants?" Oh, right. I, I told you this story. Say it again, say it again. And I was like, what? <laughs> no. What are you talking about? And he was like, um, You're like the Wall Street Journal? He, what, what, are like, what are you talking no, about? What are you talking about? Poopy pants. What's that mean? Like uh, poo poo pee pee. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he had this look on his face, just like this devilish little boy. And I was like, and he's like, well, you know, he's six foot two and 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? <laughs> and he said, magazines about. You know, poo poo, poo poo, pee pee. You talking about like like incontinence uh, issues? No, like, he was talking, and, no, and I, no, looked, I, know. I, I looked down, and he's wearing diapers under his pants. Oh, visibly puffy. He's got puffy diapers. You get out of here, you! And he was like, "Oh, he's a bad boy." He was, and he he like ran out on his tiptoes. Did he titter? I was like, he tittered. He tittered so hard, and I was like, and I gave him what he was looking for. I stood up and pointed my finger and said, "No." He should, you have, go. he should have coined you. You get out of here, you. He should have baddie. coined you. You gave him he a special thing. He should have. Well, you know what? I do a lot of that for uh, for free. That's a lot. Did of, you speculate that's that at that service. at that point? Do you think he came in? Um, and I don't. I don't want to shame anybody because of their sure. incontinence or, or sure. But uh, but if he if he was wearing a visible, <laughs> he was wearing a visible diaper. As far as you could tell, do you imagine? Yeah, right. I, I could see. I could, but I no, mean, not, do you think he was riding dirty, or do you think he was rolling clean? When he came in, <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. I think he may have. Uh, I think he probably. Well, what, if, what do you imagine he might have made while he was there? Anybody's guess? <laughs> no, I think when I yelled at him, his, his sphincter tightened up like a. Uh-huh. No, I think a lot of that is to take home with you. Yeah. You take that experience home with you, and then you're like, then you sit. With oh, that. I see. You put it in the nappy bank. Well, because, for instance, if you're on cam with a girl uh-huh. and you're there for four hours throwing tips at her, I'm guessing that you're not jacking it all four of those hours, mm-hmm. right? You're also doing other things. So, like, mm. You've got a, a window on your computer and you're going tickety-tackety. I see. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. can't pop. I mean, there are people that want to jack it for four straight. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, maybe that's part of the fun is you know um you know saving your pennies a little bit you yeah know what I mean? and you just i i feel like if you sit there for too long without tipping i don't know what happens maybe like a little taxi meter mm-hmm. goes like dang you can't just sit here i'm not sure i'm not sure the thing is she gave me a- after we'd been seeing each other for a pretty long time because you know i am curious but i also want there to be clear boundaries and the times in my life since I since I graduated to uh, whatever it is that I am now a confirmed bachelor, hmm. not, nice guy, never married, hmm. which used to be a euphemism. Oh, and, absolutely! And, and it's, you'd you'd it, say that about a Paul Lind, yeah, um, right? I mean, you yeah, you try to be subtle about it. Yeah, and I'm and I but now I fall into that category: nice guy, never married. But as I as as time has gone on, right, I had to learn. Uh, what boundaries were, and sometimes I still cross them in the in the sense that I like somebody, and I'm like, well, now wait a minute, you know, I like you, like you. What are we gonna? How are we gonna do this? Like, where are you going? Type of thing, and uh, and I have to I have to 
I have to check it. I have to learn. Like I've had some very strong lady friends say like that they need boundaries. Mm-hmm. I also need them and mm-hmm. try to but in this that's, I think that's arguably one of the most important and difficult things to discuss. It's very hard. It's very I, hard. And and boundaries in general, because they could be very trivial, but they could also be very important. And sometimes boundaries can seem weird, but like you need, like, you know, sometimes I'll just, I'll just as an example I would share is that sometimes I'll say to my family, I know this sounds abnormal, but if I've been recording a show and editing a show and I've been like paying 100% attention to somebody for a while, I need to just chill a little bit after I've done a show. Like, I know that's not, that's not like a very cool thing to say. Like, you know, there are people who like work on, you know, beams with their lunch pail all day who are really working for a living. But I I say like, you know, those guys go home and, uh, and get on cam with their lady. They they get on cam and coin. And, uh, but I mean, I think that's true for so many things. And, uh, it's, it's one reason I think it's not a terrible idea. If one is interested in a partner and is considering a long-term relationship, I don't think it's bad to live together. I mean, Mm. I know that's a controversial thing to say in 2019. But I can't imagine an era where you would date somebody for eight months to a year, get married, and the first time you ever have carnal knowledge and and, and uh, cap on the toothpaste knowledge is arguably the the first night that you're in a room together. Oh, that seems very that seems weird. Seems so to me. risky to me. <clears throat> it does. It does. Boundaries, yeah. John. Well, and and also, you know, I, we're living in an era now where a lot of my uh, a lot of the uh, my lady friends are nice girls, never married. Right. Nice girl. Mm, never mm. married. Oh, yes. I think and that's definitely so, a thing. You know, they're also uh, learning what their boundaries are and trying to practice a kind of like, oh, this is what I'm cool with. This is what I'm not. You know, and I don't I don't uh, have a nine to five job. So I've got a lot of time to sit around and get all, uh, you know, like all dramatic mm-hmm. if if you know, if the if the mood strikes. Mm. Anyway, in this instance, she never offered me. She never explained exactly where I could find her online. And I oh, respected our uh, relationship as being an IRL one. And I didn't have any interest in watching her online. So I never It's asked. like that episode of Seinfeld where, uh, where Jerry is dating the massage therapist and he keeps trying to get a massage out of her. And uh, you watch that now. That's probably what from probably 1993 or four. It's it's funny because it's creepy. But now it seems real creepy that you would go like, well, why don't you put on a little, little show for me? Like, why don't you? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why don't and- you go in the other room and get on Skype with your feather duster, and I'll just be here in the kitchen, you know, making a sandwich, if you know what I mean. So m- most of our time together, so we were we were in sweatpants, mm-hmm. and um. You know, and she had, she would, whatever, take her makeup off or, or something when she knew I was coming over. So we were, we had a very sort of casual grown up, um, thing. And I would see, you know, and I, like I, I would take her candlesticks and I would, I would bring, I would find things that I felt like were funny accoutrements to mm-hmm. have sort of in her various rooms of, of, uh, her dungeons or whatever, not mm-hmm. dungeons, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? She had like, like little a finished setups. basement. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, and so I would, you know, I'd sort of populate her space and she was a vintage shopper too. So she had all this stuff, Cl- closets for days. Uh, but, uh, but so I never, I did not, it, honestly, it didn't occur to me for, for a couple of years, uh, to go and sit and watch her on TV. Like it wasn't, um, did that feel, did that feel invasive to you when you did that? Yeah. 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 It felt, it felt you, like I'm imagining I, you had not said first, Hey, I'll be tuning in today. No, well, no, I see. I never did in oh, the okay. entire time we dated each other. I never once. Oh, how interesting. Did you ever, were you, were you ever, so you had seen her 
like in the room doing the thing with you out of out of shot. No, you never you never saw her doing it at all. No, that's so interesting to me. She would say so. I would. I mean, I I I I say that because like, you know, I mean, uh, when we were dating, my wife had been to where I worked. I'd been to where she worked. Like, you know, we carpooled and stuff. So um, I've been to where she worked many times. Mm, I just but was she went never out while there she was, working. she was working. I get right. it. Okay. Makes and sense. so she would, you know, I would text her and say, hey, what's up? And she would say, I'm on cam. I'll, you know, I'll call you later. And I would go, great. You know, it was just exactly like on I'm cam. at work. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, can I ask a quick, quick question? Yeah, of course. How, how, um, how, how long into the relationship was it before uh, you knew – I'm guessing she she knew what you did. did how long was it before yeah. you knew what she did? It's an interesting question, was right? It like, so, was it like those like like you know you're hanging out the first night, or was it something? No. Okay, so we met on the early days of Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Um, yeah. When uh, you I know remember Twitter, uh, Roderick on the line was maybe a year old, mm. and uh, we were having you know we Wait, were she, back. She had her. listened to the show before you met her. Oh, she was an avid listener. Shut up and. There's a there, there's a cam cam person who listens to our program. Listen, there are there are multiple because I've heard from people I've love heard you, John. People love you. Well, the thing is, you draw so much water in so many communities. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. I don't know why this is surprising to me. They're out there hanging out with people who are coining them. Okay, and then they come hang out with us, oh, and we okay. don't. You know, we don't allow ourselves to be coined, or we never well, have. I, you can't you know, really coin. It's it's you know, it's there's all kinds of issues with that. But yeah. but people like just to buy, hang. buy a shirt, man. You know, they they like to hang out with us, right? Yeah, and, I'm glad. I'm really glad. I like that. So, but the thing what was, that that was funny is that she was also one of, and I think you probably knew her. She was one of the fun. Twitter people from the I don't fun imagine days. for a second that as soon as we get off air, I'm going to ask you who this person is because this uh-huh. is very interesting to me. I, I've and never, so, I've never cammed. No, I, I did. Haven't. I did just, uh, I sent you a link to, uh, uh, this is on camming skills with a Z dot X, Y, Z, the kind of domain that you can buy with Squarespace. Yeah. Um, and it's got a guide to how to cam. For example, yes. they have a section here I like, which is choosing a cam model name, which seems smart. It seems smart it to have a nom de guerre. It does. Before you well, sign you want- up for your account at Chatterbait. So Chatterbait, I guess that's a portmanteau. Yes. Um, now, portmanteau could be a foot fetish site. But, but Chatterbait, you should carefully think about what your model name will be. It's important that you try to pick a name that's cool and memorable, but that's yeah. not being used by anybody else. See, to avoid you don't want namespace pollution. The way I came up with my name was I just looked through a magazine until I found a cool word I liked, and then I paired it with a commonly used first name. Like you might use a name like Jenny and pair it Jenny with an I and pair it yeah. with a word like Broad Street for Jenny yeah, Broad Jen, Street. Jenny from Jenny on the block. Jen, Jenny from from the, the the block. Right, right. If you want my love, you should coin me. Mm-hmm. You could also go more profane and dirty, etc. If you're set on a name, Google it to make sure no other models are using. See, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah, you want to make sure, and I think there was a little bit of uh, there was a little bit of problem in in my friend's life uh, when um, when some other girl came in and took a took a name that was uncomfortably close <gasps> to my friend's she name. She jumped on her brand because Shit. she was so successful, and and she my my friend was on MF. C, which is my free cams, but she was routinely one of the top 10, uh, my free cams girls. And so some young girl, you know, just 22 year old came on and basically had just a, just 
her name except with an underscore in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it became oh, like no, a, really that yeah, tacky. It was, a, it was super tacky. It was it's super like uh, Sorny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just that's that's so cheap. I'm sorry, now cheap. I'm distracted because now I'm on. A, this is I'm still on the camming skill Skype. I'm gonna close this sure. close this tab. But right now I'm um, uh, author uh, uh, Aria wrote an article called How to Sell Used Panties Online. Yeah, there's a whole thing, yeah. and I think there was a little bit. I don't think that my friend was quite in the used panties game, although I'm not sure. See, oh, as no, I'm no, saying, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to imply that, but but it's uh, but yeah, it's it's I, nice that they've got this all written out. Best cam- campsites, best for selling dirty underwear. Mm. Um, you got the how and the why. You've got the and, and then you have a section. I think this is really the nut graph, as they say. How selling used panties works is a section. Yeah, and I don't they have think a picture, they, they have a picture of a panty here. I don't think they say dirty panties. I think they would say used panties. Oh, I see pre-owned. Right, because mm-hmm. it depends. What, what it depends. do I have to do I think to put you in a, this panty today? There's a whole group, I'm sure, of cam girls that specifically say dirty panties. But I Isn't think that, that a you Japanese know, that, thing, John? Don't they have? Uh, is that is that now? Is that racist? Vending machines. They have vending machines. You can that buy, sell uh, and I think what the deal is, you panties. you buy the panties, and I think it has a photograph of the woman who has oh. nominally worn the pre-owned panties. I wonder if I. If I could have sold my German panties, I uh, sure, you I sure sounds like I it. I mean. Could. You know, everybody hurts. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. there's a lot. There's a lot of people in the in the uh, the fecundity of the age where they're going to be making, you know, a, a, an ant flow, and they'd people really just, enjoy that. You know, people just want. Uh, they just want to use it as a pocket square. They're, you're going to go out at night. You put oh, a little that's pair. Fun. That's that's yeah, just for me. That'd be fun. Yeah, and, but like, do, do you, would you like people me. to send you underwear, John? Like, if nope. if you nope. okay, nope. do you want to give them like thing. a PO box or something nope. where you can Not receive underwear? No, thank you. Okay. Uh, that's not my. That's not my thing. I don't want anybody touching my underwear. Mm-hmm. Don't but touch my feet I, in the morning. I, don't touch my underwear ever. That's right. Don't. Don't. I just want a Red Bull. Don't out touch of this my machine. feet in the middle of the night either. Uh, oh, just don't touch. But them. I'm not. I'm not one of those don't touch my feet people. I've known. I've known people there. I there was a there was a gal that if you touched her feet she'd scream. Yeah, this you was a person that this. I knew in, in the old days, and not in a she, fun way. No, no, no. She'd scream. And uh, and and one of the ways that we started. Uh, one of the ways that we started dating, we were all we were sitting in a room together with some other friends, and she had her shoes off, and I and I touched her. I was talking to her, and I touched her feet, mm. and uh, as you know, as you do when you're talking to somebody, yes, and uh, and she didn't scream, hmm. and we sat and talked because I didn't know about the foot thing at the time. Okay. And uh, we sat and talked, and I had my hand on her foot. And then someone else, a person that you know, a rock musician, okay. was sitting in the room. And they looked, and they were watching this. And they said, "Right, he's touching your foot, and you're not doing anything. You're not screaming. Like, every time I've ever touched your foot, you've screamed at me like you were being murdered. Yeah. And she looked down and realized I was t- I had been touching her foot. Oh, and suddenly she's like, wow, the coyote running in the air and looks down. Yeah, and then she was like, ah! And yeah. I was like, what, 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 what did I, what just happened? Yeah. 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 And then, and that was when we realized that was when she realized, oh, wait a minute, you touched my foot and I, and I didn't mind. Mm. Maybe we, maybe we should take this conversation elsewhere. And I was oh, like, okay, interesting. <clears throat> I had the, I had the electricity, I had the electric fingers. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's how that worked. We never talked about it again. No, it's no, not like no, she no, said. No need. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's but not but like she said. Boundaries. You know what I'm together. saying? Boundaries. But but in terms of how long it took before I knew this person was working in this uh, genre, in this vernacular, mm-hmm. I knew her on Twitter and didn't know – on Twitter, she never revealed that she listened to Roderick on the line. Mm-hmm. She was just – I, 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 like I like to think that everyone is doing that. That's how we don't well, know. 
I know. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> yeah. When you walk past people on the street and you're like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, oh, just fine. And, mm-hmm. They, they and see actually... me wearing my own shirt in New England <laughs> and they don't want to acknowledge it because they don't want to make it weird, you know? Yeah, right. Professor Madden. And this was that, right? Mm-hmm. She was, we were, we were, we were, we were shooting the dozens. We were playing like we used to do. She, sure. would, she was very funny. She said funny things. I would say funny things. You would, you, she would say funny things to you. You would laugh. We would say funny things to back and forth. Scott Simpson was there. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember that? Oh, so much fun. It was so oh, much. We had some anyway, times, man. So then she, and she was, I think, living in California at the time. She moved to Seattle. And she uh, she sent me a DM and she said, I moved to Seattle. We should get coffee sometime. And I was like, totally. You're hilarious. And then, you know, as as I do, I then I didn't I dropped the ball or I didn't actually want to get together with anybody to get coffee. And so about a year went by where every once in a while, you know, because we, we're still having fun on the Internet. Every once in a while, she'd be like, yeah, hey, yeah, we should get coffee. And I was like, totally. And then one time. Enough of those had gone by where I felt like, oh, yeah, I, actually, mm-hmm. we should get coffee. I'm sorry that I've been so recalcitrant. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, and then I met her for coffee, and you know, and she showed up, and she was wearing, I think, a poodle skirt, maybe, mm-hmm. with a bit of froofy, and she had a little handbag. That oh, was, that's fun. I like that. It was fun little handbag, and I think of like a mohair uh, cardigan, and the whole thing was just so... She was just so put together. She's like a lifestyle vintage person. She was just like kapow. Yep. I mean, and, and but it wasn't Betty Page. It no, was no, Betty no, no, no. I know. No, I have a friend. I have a really good friend. Um, the uh, a kid. Well, it doesn't matter. But um, one of my daughter's uh, best friends. Her her mom <clears throat> used to be a technology person. Yeah. And like you know, uh, it doesn't matter. But she'd been a very well known technology person, and then she got into like crafts and vintaging and she went deep into this rabbit hole of like this kind discovering like vintage bolts of cloth and like she did a whole thing so she she makes all her own clothes she makes most of her kids own clothes and yeah it doesn't have to be a you know, coining thing like some people yeah. are just really into that like as as a thing it's you know it's kind of like uh, chronological larping it's it's yeah a little bit of chronological larping mm-hmm. she's living in a modern world in a modern context mm-hmm. Well, so anyway, on this coffee date, I said, you know, what do you do? Like, it never occurred to me to ask. And she she said that she w- worked in tech. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of course. That's a good you know? answer. That's, I tell people I'm a ceramicist, but telling yes, them I, you, you oh. work in tech. The other, my, before I discovered telling people I'm a ceramicist, I used to say, just say I do stuff with computers. I, I tell people I'm a ceramicist now. Not everybody. Yes. Every but once when you in know a blue somebody, moon. You, when you meet somebody in business class and you know they just want to compare dick sizes, just tell yeah. me you're a ceramicist. Yeah, I just say I'm a ceramicist. And it, it. and it really, I mean, whew, I research, I research scabs. Like, you <laughs> just, just whatever, just don't talk to me. Don't talk, <laughs> please don't talk to me. But so at this date, which at the first it was just a coffee, she did not, she neither revealed that she listened to Roderick on the line, nor did she reveal what she did. And then we started dating uh, uh, and it was then that she felt like I should tell you that I listened to Roderick on the line. And I was like, Oh, oh okay. Wow. Okay. Like, that's, so that's cool. not, that's not bad. I mean, like that's that I'm not, I, I'm not made uncomfortable. I, there's so that. many people I know where the only thing they really know about me is that I listen to their podcast. Right. There's so many, I think part of what makes this program so interesting for me are the, are the little differences, the contrasts. One you, of the you're, me, you're I, I meeting people who don't tell you uh, they listen to your show, and I'm very happily married to a person who s- super clearly does not listen to my shows. 
Right. And and I think that's uh that's a that's a blessing. It's a mitzvah. But my you, know, daughter's each, you mother, get what you need. My daughter's mother listens to Friendly Fire mm-hmm. religiously, but it's very hard for her to listen to Roderick on the line. And I understand. Oh, I think it's hard for a lot of people. I understand. Yeah. But you know, the only thing I really know about John Syracuse is that he listens to Roderick on the line and is mad about it. Yeah. He likes uh Ferraris. He's very concerned about interrogation. Uh, he skied. Um, oh, ski, he, skied. I thought that was some kind of, <laughs> I, I thought that was an adjective about being cool. Oh, man. John is so skied. Oh, he's skied. He's the most skied of all your friends. Uh, you know, I met Max Temkin in real life several times, so I yes. feel like I know Max. You knew Max way long before. You, you met him on a boat, if memory serves. Oh, yeah, a yeah, ship. Yeah. I'm met, sorry, a ship. I met Max early it wasn't days. A dinghy. Uh, and uh, uh, so he, I know yeah. Max, but I also, you know, Max is uh, also listens to the program, and well, so yeah, he's, he's behind. But I think he has listened. Yeah, yeah he's he, he's listened over time. That's right? so that's so interesting. I I really don't like to think about people listening to the show. It really throws me off my yeah, game. I know. You know what I mean? But you can, it de- well, it I mean, doesn't this throw started me off this started as phone calls. It turned into right. not having phone calls often enough, and now I I do mostly think of it kind of as as a phone call, and that I think that's good for everybody. Yeah, it's yeah. largely a phone call. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I think, did I say a bunch of things that that other people shouldn't hear? Yeah, exactly. I've written you a couple of times and said, wait a minute, did I grossly insult a, a, like a super good friend of mine? And then you say, <sighs> I listened to it and I don't think so. It's, it's, like, oh, okay. it's whatever's in the show is in the show. And that's, that's for better and sometimes for worse. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I think oh, I took so, you off your anecdote. But the crazy, so the crazy. Oh, you're having moment, coffee. You're having coffee, and she's well, in no, tech. Now we're now we're like seeing each okay. other. Okay. Okay. All and right. We're seeing each other for a surprisingly long time. Oh, before she had the podcast. Did she reveal that was the podcast reveal no, 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 the no, first that, thing? That happened pretty fast. Oh, okay. And, and then right. she was just like uh, my my friend who worked in tech, who always had a wonderful outfit of some kind mm-hmm. when we would see one another. Uh, and then it was it was fairly long time went by before she said, "I have to tell you something." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, let's lay you know lay it out there." She said, "I don't work in tech, really, per, actually. per se. I mean, I work in a in a kind of tech. she utilizes technology." And then the thing is, it was it was early enough days that she had to explain to me what it was. She had to explain how it worked because I was like, "So you what now?" Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was great. It was like the girl that's selling her bathwater. Yeah. It was a thing where I didn't know about it before. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the girl that was selling her bathwater is within the context of this cam thing. So when I saw it, when I saw her, her deal, mm-hmm. I immediately recognized it as part of this larger cam ecosystem. And I know that my friend very definitely played the role of like, oh, teehee. I mean, she has a little bit of teehee in mm-hmm. her because she's fucking feather dusting in her underpants. Now see, now see, when the poop, poopy, poopy, poopy diaper man does it, it's not really, it's not quite as cute to me as when she would do that, probably. I think if poopy diaper guy she's was... Not, it's it, not her special thing to go teehee in the same way that it's poopy, poopy pants man. Well, what, so what... Do you think she, he drove there or do you think he walked there? I think he walked there. It was Capitol Hill in Seattle. I think he's a very walkable think, neighborhood. I think she lived in some Section Eight housing up the street. Okay, so Section Eight. <laughs> yeah. That's is that, isn't that what Klinger wanted? 
<laughs> he did. He did want a section eight. <laughs> and so and so he dressed up in ladies' vintage clothes. Oh, oh my God! It's all coming down. together. I miss it a clinger already. Uh, okay. All right. That's how um, I got my. That's how I got my Braille Playboys right there. Same thing, except huh. you know, except he was mad at me, not me mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. All right. Okay. Oh, but, but what I was, I, I think, about to say is that. Uh, cleaning with a feather duster in a little <laughs> French maid's outfit mm-hmm. is a pretty broad, like that appeals across a fairly broad section that, of the people. That's gotta be up there with, uh, with chests. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's gotta yeah. be in, in terms of the, of the, the, the big part of the curve. I bet yeah. a lady with a feather duster, uh, and she's a maid in the French style is is probably pretty high up there. And and, and you know what else? I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to say if 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 somebody who was uh being kept company by her in in a technical way, if that yeah. person did get clocked by their partner, there could be worse things to be caught with. There's a lot worse things than right. to be like, "Oh, I have a little bit of a maid fetish or whatever." It's good. it like, might be it might be harder for the poopy pants guy to to meet the kind of person he would like to meet in life. Because it's that's going to come up. That's going to come up at some point. He has to go to the Shisa Club. If and you're a lifestyle pl- diaper man, <laughs> if you're, <laughs> if you're a li- <laughs> I wish I edited this show. If you're a lifestyle diaper man, there's going to be challenges, right? Right. If your if your significant other comes in, doesn't you don't, know you don't, you don't buy you. one diaper. I know. And I had a baby. So- I had a baby, and we went through a shit ton of of booty pants. We had a special device called a diaper genie do you ever have a diaper genie no a diaper genie is a thing that's like a trash can with a lid but inside of it is a very clever device which is basically imagine like a long snake-like uh uh uh, 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 thing of like uh uh uh, like saran wrap but it's a tube and what you do is when there's a diaper you put it in there and then when when it gets full you kind of cut off the bag a little bit and then you take that out to the trash and you tie a knot on the bottom of, of the of the. Is this making sense? And so basically, you I, make this I, I giant tube. We did tube. have this. Yes. I think we did have it. I just don't think we knew that it was called a diaper genie. I think we just thought it was like. But you a can good. tell how poorly you're parenting when you have too large of of a very very big poopy uh, snake to take out. And you're like, wow, I should do this more often. I mean, we didn't have anything else to do, so so he just... walked. He walked there probably. So anyway, so oh, so so yeah, yeah, you would have a harder it's up time with chests. explaining yeah. to your spouse like, oh yes, I'm looking at this site where people's butts are covered with poo, mm. than like, oh, I'm looking at this site where this nice lady uh, cleans her apartment in her underpants. Yeah. Right? It's pretty. Maybe you're and the just thing ti- is, maybe just a tidy person. You know, the whole thing about like uh, like her sitting in an office all day, and you can see. Uh, her garter belt or whatever while she's typing away like that's very very uh tame it's kind of sort of mainstream sweet that's right not, a, i mean i i don't want to be crass but i have to ask so in in these ones where she's especially in the glass room as much as you're comfortable saying she's not to the people looking through the glass she's not expressing nudity it's only the gopro that sees the zz top actioning ha- happening under under the desk is that right so if I went to that office because my insurance agent was down the hall or something, and I was yeah. walking through the office, and I peeked, sure, like, and I, like a know, good neighbor, yeah, yeah, and I peered in through the through the glass, and I saw this young woman sitting at a at a uh, at a desk typing away. Yes, uh, my my thoughts would be, she is a very well tailored 
young lady, mm-hmm. <clears throat> even though she's 45, but she represents as a, you know, she's, she, she's wearing youthful tailoring. And then I think I would probably take a second glance and say, sure. she's extremely comely. Like she's, oh a, yeah, she's very attractive. You're, you're not made of stone. And mm-hmm. uh, she's there working and she, she has good posture. Business, business, like, that's business. Oh, yeah, I love I would, good posture. She has very good posture. And, mm-hmm. oh, and the, the other thing about it is that she's a woman. I just, of, sat, I just of, sat up straighter just now because of that. But, uh, you, and my back, she, my back cracked, my back cracked because I, I, I sat up nice. straight and then I did it more and it cracked even more. No, no, I, oh, now, realize, I'm gonna de- oh, <laughs> now I'm going to get down by my coccyx. It's all <laughs> oh, cracking. God, Holy it. shit, my posture's bad. Oh, that feels good. Oh, Thank you my God. I'm, I'm holding myself erect. My shoulders Ow. are. Listen to me. I have just. Oh. I have become very proactive suddenly. Oh, I feel good. Thank is, you. Is good posture a kind of cosplay, John? Thank you, my ex lady friend. <laughs> I feel tall. Uh, I think so. I, well, I bet the thing is that her posture and her manners mm-hmm. went along with her whole outfit. So she was not. Just cosplaying. <laughs> if I dressed up like that <laughs> and I'm hunched over my very loud keyboard, that's not going to be as cool. No, you might as well be wearing a diaper on your head. I really need a haircut. But she, like, she, and the, the other thing was that in our interactions with one another, she had expectations that I would, and that was, I think, part of what why she was attracted to me was that she she understood that I would treat her with respect. Or that I would treat her like, Wait, Abso- you know, like, like, is she is she going to meet one of her coinies, coiners? No. Her coinies. No. I don't think she's going to want to meet a coinier. No, no, no. That's very and the, uh, and there. You know, there were ones. There were people in her uh, chat rooms that were there every day. People that she knew very, very, very well. Right. But she was always behind. Well, it's not like I don't look at Twitter months. once a month. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they they would never know who she was. She made she made it very. She she went to great lengths to sort of disguise her actual self, and you know that no one would ever know what what her story was, her real story. Um, and I don't think I'm outing her in any in any way that anybody could know who who we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yes, yeah, she was she was extremely proper, and the properness was part of her. Like you you didn't you I don't think you could go <clears throat> go into her chat room and use profanity for very long before oh, she, she sounds very very dignified and send you out right. Mm-hmm. She she was like white glove white glove treatment. But. Uh, but so, but I never knew, I never knew any of this in real time. I was, I liked her. I was content to just be, and when I say sweatpants, I have to say that she had, she had very impeccable sort of lounge wear as well. She was not hmm. a slob hmm. at, at any, but later. So, so eventually we, we stopped seeing each other, uh, now also a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, just because life, just because life gets in the way, um, it was uh, you know sort of pre-millennium girlfriend era, and um, and so as time time passed, time passages, mm. several several years went by, and I said, I wonder. You know, like I like to keep in touch with people, and we would continue. We you continue do. To you do. You or maybe even to a fault. You you yeah. you really encourage follow up with people. I like follow up. I mm-hmm. like to keep people in my life just because it doesn't seem reasonable. Even if you've had a bit, even if you had a bad falling out, even if you had a big fight with somebody, if you loved them at some point, how could you ever really stop 
loving them. Mm, yeah, and, I suppose, and the, suppose you're right. And the problem is that most people don't agree with me, and a lot of them are like, "No, I definitely have." It, well, no, what they say is, "It's not that I haven't. It's not that I have stopped loving you. I still love you. It's just that I hate you more." Right. All right. Well, and also, I, I think it's easy to keep loving the idea of someone, but to oh, love to I've, love to love them actively is a lot of work. Yeah, I find it hard to love the idea of somebody because the idea. See, this of, is these are the uh, contrasts that I'm talking about here, John. Yeah, Ugh, I just we're uh, like a yin and a yang. We just fit together yeah. real good. We <laughs> do. I love I love you, Merlin, but not the idea of you. Oh no, that's so funny. Um, and you love the idea of me, but not me. <laughs> I don't love your underwear. <laughs> Uh, uh, you can keep going if you want, <laughs> but but I. So. <laughs> of course you do. Okay, I've been so brave this episode. Oh, you have. You've been <gasps> wonderful. You've been so wonderful. No, I, I just uh, one time. I one time I was at a food court uh, downtown, and I got I got my I got my lunch, and I sat a down at a table downtown in San Francisco. Where would you eat downtown in a food court? I, I don't want to go into it, but I was at a food court. A right. popular food court in the Powell Street area. Okay. I was there. I don't know. I was definitely, most definitely. I feel like I remember I was by myself. I, I don't know if my kid was there. The only point of the story is I went to the food court, as you do. And at, at literally the next table, perhaps eight feet away, dining alone, was a, a woman whose media I'm very familiar with. Okay. And she's just there eating in the food court. A media person. She's a media figure whose work um, I know uh, fairly well. And, um, and uh, of course, your first thought is, hey, it's hey, you. I know you. And I'm so grateful that I didn't yell, hey, it's you in the food court that day. Right. I'm glad I just sat. I just sat with my brisket in my shame and, and I kept it to myself. I did kind of steal a couple glances and go, wow, that's so wild. That person's small, you, that person is smaller than I expected. But you knew not to... Um, oh, I can't imagine a worse thing to do. It's bad enough to do it. Well, see, you know, the truth is, you know what? I, I don't... I, I, you know, if you see me out and about, you know, say hi. I think it's cool. I think it's a goddamn shame that when I go with my wife to the Apple store, I am no longer recognized by anyone. I think that's a oh, goddamn shame. that is a shame. Is this the same thing happened to Hodgman? When Hodgman got out of that commercial racket, remember... I think he was yeah. a little bummed. Pe people yeah. didn't like when he would go to the Apple store. I think people noticed that he was there. Oh, for sure. I think they people did. took photographs. They, they now call out selfies. the red carpet. Yes. Well, that's just smart. But no, not anymore. I give I give my name and and I you know I, I say it very quietly because you know I don't want to embarrass anyone. Right. And they're like, okay, uh, yeah, your appointment's at ten. Fucking well, you know, I, I told you I think that uh, I was standing next to Jimmy Kimmel one time at a uh, at a rock concert. Uh huh. And, um, are you, are you very familiar with his media? Well, and the thing is that, uh, you know, I watched, uh, Ben Stein's money mm -hmm. in the, uh, in the early oh, days. Right. Of course. And, uh, and Jimmy Kimmel is like, basically he's between you and me in age. Right. He's like, he's like our age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I thought he was funny on Ben Stein's money. I always think of him being on that terrible trampoline lady show, but I guess he was on, I forgot he was on Ben Stein's money. Well, so I never saw the trampoline show, and I never really saw his late night. That television other, I think that show. other guy has a very popular podcast now. Yeah, that's right. The the one guy, the less funny guy. Uh, but uh, so I'm standing next to him at a at a rock concert. He's like he's like a I, human in uh, Adidas shower sandal. Who the the yeah. the, the guy I'm talking about? Jimmy you know, Kimmel you, know, you or never the other trust guy? never trust a guy wearing Adidas shower sandals. You know that, right? 
It's oh, it's geez. up there with puka shell necklace. A lot I of wouldn't, wait a minute. Now I used to wear a puka shell. What about necklace. feathers in your hair? You wore feathers in your hair? No, of course not. Okay. I, I never had a roach clip earring either. <laughs> anyway, I'm standing next to Jimmy Kimmel, and I and I and I look over and I recognize. That would hurt. That would hurt it so was, much. Yeah, it's an alligator it clip. It was a thing. <laughs> uh, I look over. I recognize him, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Hey man, what's up?" And I recognize him enough that that I feel like, "Yeah, we know each other. We've known each other in the because you know we know a lot of people." And so I sit and talk to him, and he's very he's very easy to talk to. <laughs> and we, you love my shows. We, we talk you about love my show. Know, which show? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. This is a different one. I was like, oh, I know, I'm, I know, I'm, I know. I'm guessing you're probably a long winners fan since we're standing here. Sure. And we talked for uh, for like ten minutes before I was like, oh shit, I don't know this guy. This is this famous guy. Oh fuck, it's the guy oh, from it, it, every I single I, time because yeah. it's, it's somebody you uh-huh. know so. Well, oh, you know so them, bad. you know, I mean, like if, if I, if I, I mean, like, I think he kind of knows me, but if I bumped into Griffin McElroy somewhere, I'd be like, Hey, how are you doing? You know, how's, how's your IPS? What's up? Like, I know so much about you that I feel like we are extremely good friends and we are not. A guy did a really so nice creepy. thing to me uh, at the at the Max FunCon this year. He or I think it was there. It was one of those things. Mm-hmm. Somebody walked up. He's had a lot of travel. Said, listen, I, uh, uh. I know you. Uh, you don't know me. Uh, I know you really well, and uh, and but I know that we're not friends. And I just want to say like hello, and I'm, you know we're standing in line together here. And so uh, anyway, like high five. And I was like high five, high five, friend. Like thank you for. Thank you for just laying all that out there so we don't, so it's not like the old You know, it's such such a nice Venn diagram of kindness. Like at that kind of event, to do it in that particular way, respectful is not the right word for that, but kind. It's it's very kind to do it that way instead of just, just, just run up and go, like, I know your daughter's name, like, or something like that, you know? He also takes, uh, he takes, he makes it easy on himself Mm -hmm. because I think there's a lot of defensiveness when you are a fan of someone and they don't know you there's a tendency that you would be on edge already like oh hey well um you don't know me but uh you know and he oh absolutely 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 it's so frustrating and off-putting because because like you know even when i do like something as simple as a the the little uh meetup at the comic store that i used to do like it's it's so low-key and like, so really seriously, you, you know, you guys, you guys can control this any way you want, whatever you want to do. If you just want to, if you just want to hang out and talk, if you've got a question about John Syracuse, like, or, or you just want to like talk about whatever the fuck is fine. But you know what I don't need is you coming up and like using information and attention to try and do some kind of a weird power thing. Because I don't know, are you nervous? Are you what? But it's weird how often, even somebody playing at my very low level, how often the first interaction you have with somebody is weirdly hostile. And yeah. you want to just go like, I mean, I feel this way on Twitter all the time where it's like, cause it's awful. It's awful now, but I want to go like, you know, this is the first time we've ever interacted and that's what it's going to be. Like, yeah. that's, that's how you choose. And I'm, I'm not saying you have to come in bowing and scraping, but like, treat me like a fucking human being. Like why I would certainly try to accord that same respect to you. Yes. But yeah, you know, don't, don't, when you, when you, you, you don't you, have you, to, you don't have to. It's do so unnecessary. It's so, there's so much unnecessary hostility in this world where just a, just a teaspoon of kindness would help everybody so much. I'm, I'm just so a, ready to be kind to people. I'm so, I feel like I'm, you know, you know me, right? Like I'm not actually a dick, right? Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, I mean, pretty much not. It's difficult. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad I just ate my lunch and left. <clears throat> well, let me tell you. <sighs> 
what happened. Mm. Oh, oh, oh okay, all right. Story. Okay. Which is that several years after I, uh, after she and I stopped uh, being being special friends, mm-hmm. I said, "What is this whole cam girl thing anyway?" And I went online, and I logged did a, in, <laughs> and I did, I logged into the internet, and I did a I did a search. Oh, jeez. Where I said, <clears throat> "All right, now I know her. I know her stage name." And uh, I know that she, you know, somewhere along the line, like there was some modifications. I think she had, she had some other online properties and there was, you know, like there was, uh, th- it was during that. So she, she had what our friend John Hodgman call a platform. She had a platform. You know what I'm saying? Like you got more yep. than one thing going on. You're not just, oh, I'm not just that. I have a bunch of things I do that kind of relate to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so then I found, so I was not prepared to... Join my free cams and go show up in her space. I felt like that would be extremely, extremely intrusive and and wrong. I would feel bad. I if she knew I was there, I think she would feel bad. It was just like that's not how I'm going to do this. But I but I was like, what is there to find? I guess is what I what I did. You know, you do that sometimes on the internet. What is there to find? Mm-hmm. And I found some, uh, I found some record of her that some of her fans, I guess, had used some sort of software to, uh, to digitally record and post some things that had happened that would had been happening live. And I don't, I don't think that's probably bad form. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, well, she was talking to them online and yes. they were recording. That's her. what, uh, that's what Brady Heron calls freebooting. Like where you like on YouTube, you take somebody else's video and then repost it as your own. In this case, that's an unauthorized. You, you have to talk to major league baseball. If you want to, if you want to put up the, um, I guess, Dodgers game. Right, and so in there, this case, there she's were, the Dodgers. She's Tommy Lasorda. There was Lasorda. a handful of these. You know, there was a dozen of them that some that someone okay, and this is on a bespoke uh, video hosting site somewhere. They yeah, they posted it in it, and it ended up on a on a on a place somewhere. And I was, and so I was like, so I was able to watch oh, a few boy. of these videos that I could tell from the environment and from just oh. where. She, I could tell that this was a video that was made during the period okay. when we knew one another. Oh, I hate this. I hate this and so it much. was it was super strange for me. It was a super strange experience because yeah. it was like I remember that you know like I like you could you could pull up your daytimer and flip through it and, and probably find out like you know if you had tacos that day with her. Well, or just like I remember so that shelf I mean I like I gave her that candlestick. <laughs> type of thing. <clears throat> and, uh, and so, you know, so I, so I watched a couple of these and it was, it was weird because she had somewhat maybe misrepresented a little bit, uh, how tame. Oh, she was yeah. Okay. Online. Sure. You know, cause she had kind of said like, Oh no, it's just like a sort of like, I show them my, my, yeah, I think you got to have a certain amount of situational awareness in that game. Like yes. y- you need to know uh, when to zig and zag and pivot back. Right. Right. That's- I mean, like you, you're a performer, you're doing improv. Yeah. And that's exactly how she would characterize it. Right. She was like, I'm there. I'm, I'm keeping them company. I'm doing a, sh- I'm doing a performance of a friendly person who is, who is very interested in them. 
And I was like, right, 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 of course. But, you know, she's like also like doing a she's also doing a little sexy show, too. So yep, it's like, yep, mm. yep, 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 yep. but so in watching Belle Delphine. OK, I instantly recognized. All right. Her knowingness. The fact that she's, you know, she, because the, because my lady friend was very, very smart. And so was putting on a kind of, uh, culpability, a kind of, a kind of dumbness, um, for, uh, to put other people at ease. Okay. You know, she's sitting and she's, she's like, oh, oops, this type of like, this will make you, this is this is appeal. It's titillating, but it's also it's putting you at ease. I'm not sitting here like laying a bunch of Rilke on you. I'm just like the, the, just, the German poet. The German poet. Okay, thank you. Of, 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 of whom she is a fan. My my lady friend. She was more. I'm just sorry, I'm, like, looking at, I'm looking at clip art of, of vintage dresses, so I'm slightly distracted. You're like, say what now? Yeah, I just felt some good uh, show art. Okay, so all right. Bell, so Bell, Bell, Reiner, 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 Belle Delphine is very, she's very young. You can just tell that she's young, but she's, she, I feel like super, super aware. And I think she's at the beginning of a, of a brilliant career (laughs) and I support her 100%. I do not want to go on her feed. I do not want to buy her drinking water. water. I don't want anything. I do not want to participate because it's not for me. No, it's not for you. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I think for for me, me, like I may not be sex positive. I don't think I'm sex negative. I just don't want to hear about it. But, but you know what I say? I say good for you. And in life, it's important to know when something is not for you. That's the best. That's the best kind of positive. Yeah, that's this right. Is not, this is not for me. This is not made for me. It's not here to please me. And I and no one owes me an explanation about this. That's the other thing. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I am not owed an explanation about why this is a thing. And well, I, need, I really, I really need to remember that. I just gave a hot take on the thing that everybody has a hot take on. And that's that's fairly unusual, right? I Well, no, it's not. No. I usually have a take. No. I mean, I, I think you're take. you're a student of life, John. Like it or not, you, 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 life is your class. I you don't know? want. I don't want somebody. You can't to clep be doing, out of life. You can't clep out. No. No. I don't want to be. I don't want to. I don't want somebody to be doing something where people are coining them or where everybody's got to take, and I don't even know what's going on. My 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 reaction is never uh, to watch something for one second and go, what the fuck is this? This is wrong. Oh, it's, it's, it, it, it has become so difficult not to do that. It has become so difficult. Ugh, there's so, there's so much, ugh, fucking, I don't know, just, there's just, there's, there's, there's such a, an expectation at this point that you're going to have a fucking opinion, a strong opinion about everything very, very quickly. Right. Do you know and what I, mean? I don't I don't. I'm I don't. trying not I'm to. Like, I don't want to so, be is it? I don't so want to be like that. No, it's bad. It's bad. You know, like, I watched like the nobody, John... nobody hit the intercom and asked you to say how this should be. Nobody did that. Hey Merlin, how should this be? Oh, I just want people to be happy. <laughs> she ate an egg. <laughs> she did. She'd never seen an egg before. <laughs> <laughs>